0: You can tell. Good afternoon, everyone, and good good morning to you, Jackie.
1: morning. (laughs) Very early in the
0: morning there. Mm -hmm. Lots of stars. Now, we don't know where CJ is. Last I heard, he was um, boarding a plane and didn't know if he was going to make it or not. So at the moment, we haven't got JB and CJ. We've got JB... And JB, so I think I think it'll work all right. Jackie, <laughs> We've got Jack and Jackie tonight. Mm-hmm. That will be good.
1: So that's kind of funny, I think.
0: <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We we might get rid of CJ. No, I only. Never J- know. CJ. Only this J- would be
1: okay. I'll make it a regular stint.
0: That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just trying to up this um, little phone so we can see all the messages. Here we go. Um, all right, so we're good now, okay? So I'm just going to kick off by acknowledging um, country. So I'd just like to pay respects to different um, countries that where, where we are and where you are, Jackie, as well, over in Canada there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the Yugamber speaking people, uh, Yugamber people um, country here. i um, like to pay the utmost respect to all elders, past, present and any up, com- up and coming and also pay uh, the utmost tribute to all our ancestors and old people that have got us where we are today and I'd also mm-hmm. like to pay um, homage to my my mob, the muddy, muddy people down in um, southwestern New South Wales. So i hand it over to you if you want to just acknowledge country where you are, Jackie, and then we can have a bit of a yarn. Yeah, we always do. Um, when that. we
1: open up, we, we have a greeting usually that we say. And uh, uh, it's um, in my language, it's And in the language of the people that are predominant here are the and their Cree, they call it. Yeah. And they say which means all our relatives, and uh, that's like a prayer. We say that in everything, because it talks about how we fit in the universe, the cosmos, with the people, everything, everything we are. So they say that. So that's what we say first. Um, I usually say my name, and my name is Suniapska Kanipuikwa, famous And so I'm a, a white bear standing on a precipice against a mountain overlooking a valley that's what that all
0: says
1: (laughs) and so they call those bears the spirit bears and that's a name that was given to me i had a baby name which was kihio a which is golden eagle woman and uh but as you mature you have usually four names in your life and uh that one now has come to me and that's um it's sort of so people don't bother you I guess in a way, because your back is against the wall, right? So, mm-hmm. and then um, I don't know what I wrote down for you in my, uh, I don't even know what I wrote in that bio, honestly. But but uh, where I come from is uh, is in the United States actually, but it's uh, we're all North American Indians. So we have what's called uh, a treaty, J treaty, where we can cross the borders and we can work on either side and we have residents on either side. My grandmother, uh, my Kushi, she came from the United States in 1896 with Sitting Bull, who was quite famous, huh. and he came up several times and uh, they separated her from her family because she was a twin, and because that was when they were slaughtering so many people, uh, they were, battling (laughs) because only we massacred right so yeah Yeah, they battled us so yeah and so he brought many people up from many nations and he was actually staying on the place where i'm from which is called fort peck reservation and it's sort of the last dumping load of indians so there's a big multi you know diversity of population there but it's predominantly uh what they call suian which is a French name, not. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and uh, we're called Nakota. We broke off from the Dakota and the Lakota. Uh, I think we got mad, (laughs) but we lived mostly up here in Saskatchewan. This was our land. And so that was quite interesting. So the places I go to now to sweat and that I have family on, They too are what they call as Asniboyan uh, rock boilers. And uh, they are the Assiniboine. And uh, we had, uh, you know, um, skin bags over top of a fire. That's how we boiled water. We put the rocks inside. So that kept us famous, I guess. (laughs) And uh, so I'm an Assiniboine woman. But my grandmother uh, also told me that I come from the. Socks that are from Falcon Socks, <laughs> which were from Minnesota, which was the same place as the Dakota were and Lakota and Lakota were pushed out of. So from there. So my grandmother was split then with her twin sister. They did that so that someone would survive. And uh, when that happened, then my grandmother came up here. She was more or less put here. Uh, her, the woman she came with was a blue was her name. And uh, those blue women were from over in Idaho. So, and uh, we're not quite sure exactly how everything went there inside. But anyways, I'm still here. My mother had children. Uh, we have a history that goes back seven generations of Indian women being hmm, captured <laughs> and taken as housekeepers, right? And uh, my mother was too. And uh, She had three children before me, but they all passed. So I have no siblings, so I was alone, which is sort of like the history of that already inside, how that's all worked as things go back seven generations. So we acknowledge back that seven generations because that is where predominantly, the memory of the people that came, the visitors, the settlers—we call them—came and uh, and brought themselves here. So I'm uh, what they call Nakota, uh, a and here in Saskatchewan, they have Nihiwan, they have uh, Nakwe, which is uh, a or I mean um, Anishinabe uh, or Ojibwe. It has several names in the states. They call it Chippewa. And I imagine that happened to you as well, where they named them, you know, whoever discovered the people, (laughs) right? And so there's also uh, Nihayuan, which is the largest group and the Dene live in the far north. We actually have a few Inuit living here from way, way up north, uh, but there's not that many, but uh, they are here. They, prob- they predominantly send them to the capital city of Canada instead. So there's a diversity of population, but also people that come here to live. It is an extremely racist province. The Ku Klux Klan are here and other people. It's very difficult to live in. It's very difficult to work, uh, but people are, are just doing things like we always did. We help the people. And so it's an interesting thing when you think of that. So all our relatives are still here with us because we came from this land like you. So we are with our relatives and we don't worry about it. Today, I went to a ceremony. Uh, Do You guys sweat over there?
0: you used to sweat. I think I brought in from uh, over your way as well, so
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it was my granddaughter who she's 11 and she called for a sweat for her birthday. So we went there, all us women together. So it's very nice to have that. So, especially in COVID, they had shut down the First Nations, totally blocked themselves off because we're the most vulnerable, of course. (laughs) And I don't know if we're going to see vaccinations, but here I was just going to say that we take our own medicine We've been given medicine by the grandfathers to take. We're all, there's a lot in our family that are medicine people. And so we take our own medicine we've been very blessed with that. We were told not to take the vaccination until the third round. They said, if you do. And to keep our children home, don't let them out. And uh, just a few other things, but for sure it's gonna go uh, at least four rounds, if not eight so they're talking about it yeah they're talking about it their grandfathers are talking about it and how we pray to COVID is we we acknowledge it as a spirit and we tell it but we don't want it in our bodies in our families in our communities and we'd like it to place itself where it can harm no one else so we don't ask for it to be harmed because it's a spirit but we ask for it to place itself where it cannot harm other people so and that's how we look at it. We,
0: that's a beautiful way of
1: looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's truly how we look at all of those things, addictions, all that stuff, because they're all spirits. So we we acknowledge them. Yeah. And we give them yeah. that space and then uh, we we recognize them and but we ask them to remove themselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We can't yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, Jackie. Um Tell us how cold it is
1: there at the minor. You
0: know what's really weird?
1: It's a minus two right now. I think
0: uh-huh.
1: it went from minus thirty-five, sometimes minus fifty, for three solid good weeks. I've gained like ten pounds because I couldn't get outside, and um, uh, it's it's just so it was so cold and bitter the the wind. Today when we were driving to the reserve, the wind was blowing quite hard, so there'll be ice on our Highways, um, but it's only minus two. I don't know how long that's going to stay because this is the this month we call it the month where the earth keeps the animals, and so this is time of births and time of yeah. mating and things. So we don't see the animals around. So that's why the wind comes and the and the cold like that. We know that, and we have ceremonies. And when we have some ceremonies, we honor the winter spirit, and so the cold comes. So we know that it's a good thing, though, because it kills bugs. Mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. How about there? How hot is it? Uh, well, today it's been pretty, pretty warm over the last few days. We're just we're coming to the end of our summer, Jackie. So um, it, it's probably been around thirty-two uh, <laughs> with really high humidity. So and makes mm-hmm. it feel a lot hotter so yeah yeah i know
1: that one yeah, yeah. saskatchewan is really dry yeah. for a province but i've lived in lots of places that have high humidity and and what you have hey eh? so not that high though yeah, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah well, we, we're actually off to cairns on thursday for a little bit of work and a little bit of recreation and it'll be Ooh. a lot of there so um so we're looking forward to that because we lived in Cairns for a couple of years, and uh, we we love the weather up there. And as they say in Cairns, there's uh, only two two types of weather: it's hot and hotter. So um, mm-hmm. it gets pretty warm there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I I don't live down here normally, anyways, but uh, in the summertime I head north, and so I live at the water, just a few steps away. So. We're there and it's not hot then, you know, the trees, big trees, 100 feet tall yeah, trees. Beautiful. Yeah, it's quite nice. It's a big lakes. It's all lakes up there. There's yeah. 100,000 yeah. lakes, I think, in Saskatchewan's north. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah, look, um, it's, it's something that we've always dreamt about, um, getting across to Canada. That, uh, Come. Yeah, look, we'd love to because we, we just think that, um, you know, like your culture aligns so well with our culture, and um, we, we just can't wait to get there. Not so looking forward to the cold weather, so I we'll have to come in summer, uh, Jackie. So, yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: I have a son from Ecuador who comes in the winter time.
0: Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, just an update um, we're still waiting on CJ. The last I heard, he was um, hopping on a plane, um, he's up on. He was up on Daydream Island, I think, so um, go mm. CJ and, um, yeah, he's, um, so he was hopping on a plane. He didn't know if he was going to quite make it or not. So tonight, instead of JB and CJ, we've got JB and JB. So um, it's got a bit of a ring to it too, hasn't it, Jackie?
1: It does, it does. We'll see if he can come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he might not get another gig.
1: Yeah, you might be on as a guest. <laughs>
0: That's right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now we've got a few people we need to say g'day to. We've got um, Taylor Motta, who's um, our daughter-in-law. Um, g'day, Taylor, she's down in Melbourne. We've got Zane Hendricks watching. Um, g'day, Zane, how are you, brother? He's in Canberra. Uh, we had Jackie Clark, who's also my mother-in-law. Hello, Jackie. <laughs> Um, a few others. Ooh, good as well. Um, Jenny Wood, I think's there. Hello, Jenny. She's in Canberra as well. Um, yeah. So there's a few others there as well. But I'm, um, and Taylor just said hello as well. Hello, Jackie. Oh, mm-hmm. Taylor, you uh, come on at some stage and and say hello, and you know um, we can talk to Jackie about getting over to Canada as well. And and Jack, uh, Jackie, you're going to come out here as well, aren't you? And um, visit us, and yeah, yeah. Fun.
1: We were just talking about that. I had a sister. I tried to get her on, um, put on to invite her. Um, you'll see. Her. her name is Fernanda Horse, and uh, oh, I did she's see. got a friend over yeah. there. And I'm going to send you his information because he, I guess, he's been sending um, art over here and uh, doing things, eh? And uh, she's a horse. That's her last name. I, uh, I did she's see, an adopted
0: sister. I did see her before Jackie actually. Um she actually joined our member bar group as well. So yeah, yeah thank you.
1: There'll be others coming because I keep sending like my students and I have I have a friend Jack uh, he's he lives up north that's where I go and uh he's starting uh hmm, I don't know what you want to call it land-based learning I guess and then kids healing he built a lodge that's a shape of a turtle. It's on the water, you know, there's lots of land, hunting, trapping, fishing, blah, blah, blah. So oh,
0: yeah. Cool. And
1: yeah. he 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 sounds to me, it sounded to me that he would like to talk too. He's uh he's he's got so many stories, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Right?
0: So Oh well, that's what yeah. we love, Jackie. That's what we love. So we love to hear people's stories and hear a little bit about their journey. Um, Mm -hmm. So, tell us a little bit about um, some of the work that you're doing, Jackie.
1: Mm -hmm. First, um, I have to tell you that I love my work very much. I love the people. That's always been me. And I didn't know I would be this. I don't know about you, but when we were kids, no one ever asked us what we wanted to be when we grew up, right? It was assumed that we would become housekeepers, Good thing there was no, um, you know, fast food stores because we would have been them too then, but, you know, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, uh, so I never understood that at all. And I left home when I was 13, my mother had an addiction. And so I had to make a choice to live or live with her. And so I chose to leave. I put my coat on one day and I never went back. And she left to the United States so I was up here by myself because <laughs> I had no siblings, right? So, yeah. And so uh, I've been in families around, you know, uh, everywhere. Everybody always says to me, you're related to everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I never, I didn't have a dream. And, uh, um, you know, the usual struggles, uh, I went through you know, some addictions when I was young because I was too young. I lived with a woman, I'm so grateful for her. She just literally put, picked me off the street with my little paper bag and took me home. And she was a, she's an Indian woman, she's from here. And I took care of her kids, which was the irony, but I was the auntie, hey, so. And uh, one day I decided to move out because I wanted to be a teenager, hey. And uh, so I never passed grade eight. kicked me out of school for smoking that's why they kicked me out uh yeah (laughs) yeah i was smoking at five i could roll my own cigarettes with one hand so yeah and uh uh i knew what i knew what alcohol was but uh it's never been my thing you know i never really i wanted to try that stuff but i never really went too far. It was Mm -hmm. like I went in, tried it, saw what it was, was about, experienced it, and then came right out again. I worked in a bar for many years and it was a small community bar and it was my best social work experience because it taught me how to love people. And uh, I was like that already in my whole life. Like we're given a gift when we're born and we don't know unless our parents direct us towards that gift. And so because my mother was unable because of her own traumas in her life, which go back seven generations, my grandmother told me, my kushi, she told me every generation and each, each trauma that they went to, which was an, a miracle to know that. And so my mother um, had no education and uh, she felt very depressed because of losing three children. Yes, one the nuns took from her, right from her arms, the moment she was born, you know, one passed away and the other one had polio. So so that was the end, I was it, eh? So I lived uh, mostly in my bare feet on the land my whole life, because I would run from her. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I was a very good runner. I have a runner's toe. Even um, I'm short because I'm traumatized. <clears throat> Trauma makes you shorter. You don't get, you don't grow. I probably could have been an excellent runner though. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I thank her
1: though. You know that yeah. she gave me such strength because, because I had to learn things real quick, hey, you know, and know when to look at her and go, Hmm, run. Yeah. My uncle told me once, if it's a good thing, you run like a deer, my girl. Yes, yes, it was. So. So when I left her then, uh, she left too, and uh, it, we didn't have a, a good relationship, which was unfortunate, but I kept trying, but uh, it was a struggle for her. But my grandmother, her mother came and told me all the stories, so I was good. So I was uh, worried about what I was going to do in my life because I did not know how to function, like how to rent a house really, any of that stuff, nothing so yeah 13 you really don't know anything and when you've been sh- like not educated in anything and in the education system was not was not uh i didn't know i was an indian but i didn't know why anybody hate everybody hated me
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. you
1: don't know yeah, you're yeah. Just the person right
0: that's you know, right.
1: no that's one says wrong. to you you're an indian no nobody says that to you you see that stuff around the house or whatever you know and you don't think about it it's natural right so you don't know you are, so you don't know why you're hated or why or the only kid that would hang around you was the other Indian, right? So
0: That's wrong <laughs> Yeah. Not. So
1: yeah. And uh so I made it only to grade eight. And uh when I came through my troubles, I married a non-Aboriginal man, which takes your status away when at that time, hey. So that was a tough go. Uh it wasn't a good good plan. I did not think that one out. <laughs> To say that, and uh, so I left, and I went to the bush. I stayed there for one year, and I just let the Creator guide me, and um, and I decided to go to university with a grade eight education, and I just went straight in, like full blast. Eh? And I came from the north down to here, actually to Regina, because they had an Indian college here, Saskatchewan Indian Federated College. It was. Uh, federated with the University of Regina because the other university would not take them because they were an Indian college. And uh, so it was already established for 10 years by the time I got there. But when I went in, it was a miracle, like really for many of us. There was about 100 of us who stuck together and still are together in there. And we traveled like a little pack. Hey, you know, we were on our, our own camp and we became radicals. I went to jail uh, for a treaty right to education and then took many lickings in the back of a car handcuff for doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and, uh, it, you know,
1: it's, it's the same story still to this day. So it's, you know, like it hasn't changed. That's the oddity of it. Uh, but I kept fighting for the people and but I started working, teaching immediately. Yeah. And so some the elders saw that in me and they told me to do a few things. They said you learn all the stories of the people, and then you come to the university and you learn about them, and then you go to them after and say, Yeah, we got one of those, but ours is better. Okay. <laughs> and uh they took me to all the ceremonies, every ceremony, you know, I've been to so many fantastic things. And I was lucky. I was very blessed at that time period because the elders that we were with at that time period, those of us that went into those traditional ways, we're very strong, strong elders. Hey, And so we know the old way which is a miracle. And that's what I'm busy trying to pass on is old way to the younger generation because a lot of things that I see are changed already. And I remember asking this old man, he, he, he took me for a daughter because uh, his oldest daughter at that time period was against the law to leave the reserve. He had put her in a wagon, she was very sick and he was trying to get her to a hospital and they wouldn't let her go out of the reserve. So. That was the end of that. So he took me for her, hey? And uh, so I asked him about that, about how he felt about how few people were coming to the ceremonies, because they were still hidden in the 80s. They were still hidden. Actually, they lied and told Indian Affairs that they weren't doing a sun dance, they were going to do a rain dance, a whole new thing. <laughs> It's actually documented, I guess, on a film somewhere. I'd love to find it. He told me about that. And so they convinced him that he was going to have a rain dance and help the farmers, right? And (laughs) so they let them have it, but still it was hidden hay. And actually where that lodge has been for 80 years, more plus, it's still there those lodges, hey, so, oh, wow. yeah, oh, wow. and the people, yeah. And so I danced there for many, many years. And um, when he passed, I was adopted over on the other side um, because down here there's eight reserves really close to this city. And they run four right reserve, 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 and they're all in a valley, hey. There's a valley where the glaciers had cut through and of course they had taken the water off the reserves so <laughs> or poisoned it one of the two you know yeah. you have your choice yeah. <laughs> no water or poison hmm. so uh yeah and so that that happened but so i went to university and i got a degree and i was teaching indian art history for many years and i was the first one to ever get the degree so they said in the world i said yeah i'll take that
0: <laughs> So,
1: uh, I taught there for many, many years. And then uh, I remarried and uh, we moved. Uh, we moved to Saskatoon where I have a house still. And we moved to Quebec. We moved farther away. And I taught there too. I taught um, I taught the police actually for a while. Mm, I quit one okay. year. I was all, I couldn't do it anymore. I just said, mm, no, they're not, no, it's not happening. <laughs> and uh, I taught then, uh, I taught Indian health. I taught um, health impact assessment. I actually created a program just for the government of Canada, for them. There was a guy in there and he had been a director for a long time and he wanted to have a little giveaway before he left. (laughs) So he let us make this program, right? So, which would be about the environment. And I don't know, I've taught so much and now I teach. I teach early childhood learning. I teach uh, education assistance, children with challenges. And most importantly, I teach the indigenous mental health and wellness, which oh, is completely yeah. indigenous course. Completely amazing. all of them are.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing yeah. stuff and right. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. On the, when we go into communities, um, a lot of the communities are now asking how, how can we be better parents, how do we parent because there's no guidebook or rule book there to become that so I'd um, yep. love to have a, um, a, a chat here further on on this because I think this, the, the stuff that you're doing is so amazing and so well worth um, um, hearing more about I think so Yeah, yeah. we have got, got a couple of people here that um, just uh, left some comments and one of them was Melinda Rose. So uh, hello, Melinda. She's Melinda's in Mildura in Victoria. She's watching. She said hi, yeah. Jackie. I feel like I can relate so much to you. Beautiful. Now I know why I'm short. She said. So that's true. The trauma makes you short. It's it stops you from growing. Yeah. Um, and then we got uh, Ross Williams. Ross Ross is in Bru- Brisbane in um, Queensland. He yeah. said, Wow, Jackie is fantastic. Great to listen to Jackie's story. So thanks, Ross. Um, Ross has been a guest, and so has Melinda has been a guest as well um, previously. And Melinda also said, "I could listen to Jackie all night." Amazing woman. Now, Melinda, Jackie, you got to tell us what time it is there because it's very early in the morning, isn't it? It's
1: two o'clock in the morning right two now. In the morning, mm-hmm.
0: so, so yeah. we do have to. And speak. I was
1: like, I was saying, do you think this is too much, Mag? So I got this these <laughs> earrings on. I was asking.
0: I <laughs> look good actually. Anyway,
1: good. But, yeah. but I really didn't get undressed. You know, I've been, this is the way I function, anyways. So, yeah, I'll go to bed for a while, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, I think that I was born to be a storyteller, honestly. I did not know that. And uh, n- understanding uh, someone's story is the most important thing you can ever do in your life. And I, I wrote a, something in there in my bio about two people. Uh, uh, there were elders and medicine people. Uh, one guy's name was uh, Gabe Crow Buffalo and his wife Frances Crow Buffalo. And they had teachings of love. And oh, wow. one of the most important things, of course, is to love yourself, right? First, before you can love anybody else, and to help yourself before you can help others. And uh, they taught me those teachings, and I've been ever so grateful my whole life. Uh, I did learn about love because I was married twice. and uh, but in my family, we don't throw anyone away because we know people just have traumas. It's not there's no reason to have that whatever animosity and whatever, I don't know, <laughs> a talk show over it. It's just. You love them in a different way, in a different form and capacity, and you help them to love themselves. And so it's a it was a gift to me. See, my mother was such a gift to me, really, despite what other people would call a negativity inside. I never saw that ever in my whole life. I, I always remained a very positive and happy person. I've had lots of tears too. I have seven children who I love dearly. And they too are going through this, but uh, guess what? They're all healers too. Each one of them is a healer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my grandchildren are too, they're healers. And so I see that benefit of that, you know, and that positivity of love, you know, how powerful love is. Cause I was told that it's the most powerful medicine in the world
0: because it's the only one that
1: can heal itself. Mm-hmm. If you have a broken heart, you can love yourself back to health.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it, so beautiful, uh, Jackie. I mean, it, it, um, a lot, a lot of that's come up of late. You know, like um, the love versus the fear, fear that's um, being injected into the world today. You know, with COVID and all these sort of things. And, and you know, if we come from that space of love, um, and we're f- and we we're, we're actually fighting that that fear base. Um, and there's so much fear being injected back in. That we need to get more love out there to be able to um cope with the fear that's been injected within so this the the stuff that you're doing there is just fantastic jackie i mean it's um it brings um joy to um my heart and i know it will to lisa's because you know like we 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 deal in that heart space there's a lot of, a lot of and so does cj you know we we actually deal you know from that heart space in the in the love space mm-hmm. and i know you know ross williams does and And Melinda does as well, and and Jan Jan Hogan, who's just come on there, and she said thank you for sharing the love. Um, And you know Jan, she's over in uh, Wales in the UK, and they're struggling big time with with COVID and all the lockdown. And you know, um, and again, you know, Victoria over here has just come out of um, a five day snap lockdown, so. You know there's so much fear um being injected mm-hmm. in that. we do need to have you know the likes of yourself you know with your healing and and all, all the others that are doing that work with the in the love space you know so so thank mm-hmm. you and christine butler christine's up in um k-town and Catherine in the northern territory she said love mm-hmm. makes the world go around and it certainly does christine And Mm -hmm. Linda just said, just brought me to tears. Have never heard that before and I needed that. Thank you. So there you go. (laughs) So
1: my students hate me some days because I'm so full of isms. Because the first thing I tell them is nobody makes you mad but yourself.
0: We tend to, yeah.
1: No, are you kidding? Everyone makes me mad. Nope, just yourself. It's yep. all in how you respond, I said, so if you respond with a loving kindness, you know that will help so
0: much in
1: society just, hey, just that. love
0: that just love that j b um sounds like this j b as well we um talk a lot about anger and you know how no one can mm-hmm. um make you angry it's about and it's about how you respond to um someone else's h- how they're um reacted so yeah, so well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fantastic. Now, I love that um, painting in the background there, Jackie. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, that one, that big head.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Beautiful. I have a lot of paintings because I, I have a house full still. <laughs> because I did people favors, like I help give it that helping hand to help people. And so yeah. that young man is, uh, he was the first graduate from the SIFC with an Indian art degree. And uh, okay. he still does a lot of work. And where he works is mostly in a really interesting place. It's called West Hastings Street in Vancouver. It's miles and miles and miles of addictions and they're predominantly indigenous people. And so he just started painting the whole street with bright colors and oh, memories. Wow. Oh yeah, it's just amazing, hey, so yeah. You can do all kinds of things in such simplicity to help people love themselves again, hey? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: We have a we have a problem here with our youth right now.
0: Yeah, so They're uh, killing
1: each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of residential schools, which you probably understand quite well. And so, yeah, it, it really caused a lot of harm to our children because parents didn't know how to parent. And traumas came forward never ending and so, but a miracle happened to us this year. And uh, there's two women who are quite strong in our community. Uh, one is an Inuit woman, her name is Cora, she works for the wide. Y- she did work for uh, what was called Michael Outreach, she now works for the YWCA. And the second woman, um, she runs what's called the HIV, uh, they call it ANHAN, which is, Saskatchewan, I don't know if you know has the most HIV in the world.
0: Oh wow. No, didn't I- oh, yeah We got a lot of that
1: stuff in Saskatchewan. We got like world everything. Hey, yeah And so she runs a nice little space that helps people But they opened a thing called the warming place because people were freezing to death and they were refusing to put them in the shelters refusing and so um, They opened up a nice place called the Warming Space, and it is beyond that. They are healing people there. There's elders, there's medicine people, there's the food they give people. And it's all being supported completely by Indigenous people, completely. So no government money, which is absolutely, um, that is empowering. And in that way, we can do what we want in there, you know, and because we're often run by restrictions from outside agencies, you know, how they see it. Here, the disease model was still in place for a long time. I can tell you tons of stories about that one. (laughs) But we don't run by that. We run on a trauma-based completely that our people have traumas. Addictions are nothing. They come and go you know, people can have addictions to anything. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, pink paper, maybe you like that, you know, you can be addicted to it. So, you know, like, and I think about that, but nobody, I always said in uh, my classes, I didn't say when I was a little kid, I think I'll be an alcoholic when I grow up, right? Nobody ever aspires to be those things. So when we look at that inside and we see that this is humans we're dealing with, and that's why that language is so important where we had an issue because our language was taken from us. I speak more Cree and Zoto than I do my own language.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's very few Nakoda speakers actually left here and so I'm trying frantically to learn and I pushed it inside where people begged me come Jackie come for 20 years because I taught on reserves I used to fly all around the country. I'd drive nine miles to my classroom and nine miles home every day just so I could teach them. Yeah, They deserve it, hey, to have a good teacher. And um, I think I'm, I'm pretty close to 100,000 students now. I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's,
0: that's amazing. amazing. That's absolutely yeah. amazing. Well, uh, now, I've got another yeah. comment there, and I'll just put it up on the screen. It says, um, what an incredible storyteller. Some pain through a smile and positive energy. Need to do a tour in Australia and ha- on how to b- be positive. So, so, so I'm, not, I'm not sure who put that up because I can only see Facebook user. So I don't know what's happening with um with with our actual live tonight. There's a few things that You're are. all called GB. All called. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we still haven't heard from CJ where he is, so we're still waiting yeah. on him, but that's okay. We've got JB and JB here, so we're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm really grateful for what you guys do. You know, uh, you guys, I don't even know how I found you. I have no clue. Do you know? I don't know either. Like, I don't know.
0: I think it was meant to be. I don't be, know. All of
1: a sudden, you were there.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure. And it was I mean.
1: amazing to me. And I thought, creator is so cool. Just put me with you. And so I would get up, you know, in the middle of the night just to come to listen to you. Sometimes I'd fall asleep, but, you know, i miss some of it. But then I'd re-listen in the daytime or whatever. And and I just think it's so wonderful because that's what I started to do was I'm following podcasts and people, Indigenous people, all around the world. Yeah. Because yeah. it's our time to come together like that and share and uh, support each other and be happy. Like... Share a laugh and
0: a smile, Jackie. You're getting some beautiful messages here, and um, and I know why because it's such a beautiful, beautiful story. And um, I want to say thanks so much for sh- coming on and sharing a little bit about your your journey. Now, Melinda Rose just said, "Wow, what a blessing you are." So yeah, uh, absolutely. And Leonie um, Odgard said, "Really heartwarming to hear your story so far." Sorry, I missed the beginning. Enjoying this podcast so far, so thanks, Leonie, and yeah, look, um, you are a real blessing too, uh, Jackie, and um, you know, we're we're lucky to have you in this in this space, you know, doing all your healing work, um, and and Melinda said that comment was Ross Williams, um, the one that um, I read out before that was on um, on the screen. So thanks, Ross. Yeah, I just couldn't see who who um actually wrote that. So yeah, look, um, and and it's so true, Ross, um, and we're so lucky to have you on. Um, as, as you know, every week we have um, our beautiful guests on and just to share a little bit of their story. So, again, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. I, I just appreciate you guys so much. I want to, um,
1: that's why I want to give you to so many people because there's so many good stories and we can learn from each other how to help each other and you know and that's all it is is just a conversation of of good heart feelings and i call my students helping hearts and helping hands and uh, when i was very young i don't know how i saw tv because we didn't have one right (laughs) i saw a commercial and it was a, a halo shampoo commercial and there was a woman came on in the middle of the screen and then she said she'd tell two people and then Pretty soon, that whole screen, and that was my, that blew my mind. And I said, "That's me. I'll tell two people. They'll tell two people. They'll tell two people." And so that's how you'll send love out once you start it. And I know that for a fact because almost every one of my students still come and talk to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's such yeah, a simple story, Jackie. It's, it really is. And 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 I don't know how we got got. Um, connected to you, but I think it was so uh, no. bit to be, so um, we're not going to argue about that, are we? So,
1: no, not at all. I'm coming over there as soon as we can.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. That, yeah. Oh, we can't wait to um, have you over here, and um, you know, look, uh, we'd love to, you know, to do some work with you, to be honest, so it's just... Yeah, me uh, too. Yeah, look, just fantastic, and the and same, We can't. we might bring a whole heap of people over there to Canada, and um, Be great. Do a little tour. I
1: live down the street from the University right here. I live down the street.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Now, now, Jackie, what was your degree? In? Was it teaching or? No, I had no, I had grade eight.
1: So I went yeah. from grade eight.
0: <laughs> I, I, I had grade nine. I got an
1: Indian studies degree first. Okay. Because, not because I wanted to know about Indians, but because I wanted to know what the heck happened to them, hey? And back then, I got an honors, which was the master's degree. And I thought, I'll just take Indian art (laughs) for fun, right? (laughs) And that guy that was in there, he had a fishing expedition with me, and he just said, hey, would you like to come and just watch my class Saturday afternoons or something? (laughs) OK. And then pretty soon, he said, would you like to show a film? OK. OK, how about trying to teach a class? okay next thing i I was with 150 students my first time and i was like i was mortified because in my mind everyone knows more than me because you know what you know and i don't know what you know and you don't know what i know so you know like we all are equal really inside of that so it became a challenge and everybody knew me for teaching indian art and um I do um, traditional arts. I do hides, buffalo predominantly, Uh, buffalo Mm -hmm. hides, and I do um, rawhide, and I do quill work, which is porcupines. I do all that kind of stuff. That's my thing. But that's art therapy as well because uh, art is creative thinking, which is creator's work, right? So that's all love and support and, you know, good thinking about yourself when you do that. So I'm going to start a little class with um, my nieces, nephews and grandchildren Mm -hmm. now uh, on Saturdays because some of them are having a difficult time with what's going on. So I said, okay, I'll start a class with them. We'll do some art, you know, like and because I'll teach them then. because not many people do quill work and those things that I do. No,
0: no. Yeah, um, but I'll fantastic. teach it,
1: I give it away, I don't care.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got a couple more comments here, Jackie. Uh, Ross Williams said, Fantastic, Jackie and Jack. Um, JB and JB, um, Leonie said, That's it, we just need to have the conversation, and and so true. We do need to have those conversations, we need to have people engaged in those conversations, and, and the way you're doing it, Jackie, is just amazing. So, thank you. Um, Ross Williams said, Please, 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 Jack, can we, we need Jackie on again. So there you go, Jackie, <laughs> looks like we're going to um, get you back on as well. And if you're, if you're willing to come back on and have a yarn again. Yeah, I'd love to. And Derek Wilson uh, said, art equals mindfulness. So yeah, very true. I mean, and it does do wonders for people, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I don't know. I think that, well, my kids always say, your light's on, Mom. Because <laughs> <Like laughs> when I go to the grocery store, those next thing I know, they're coming out and they're hugging me and they're, like, crying. It just goes on and on. Yeah. But everyone mm-hmm. has such a good story to tell, but they don't have an opportunity because that society won't allow them to. And so when someone says to you, how's your day going, you know, how how How's how's things with you, you know? What are you doing to help yourself, you know? How are you caring for yourself? Because like, that's how I was taught that the only thing you can do, even with people with addictions, is to love, support, and encourage them. That's it. That's all you're allowed to do. The rest they have to do themselves because that takes that creative part of your mind to think through whatever kind of a barrier you're hitting in. Hey? So. And uh, it, people can do it. It's just that they need that part, which we didn't get as children, right? If you didn't get love or support or encouragement, then how do you know who you are and who your what your gift is, right? How? How? Oh, you know. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. And and, and I think that's <laughs> the thing too, Jack. I mean, the way that you talk about you know, being positive and. You know like with all the traumas that um your people have been through our people have been through you know there there's still good things that we can celebrate and you know talk about the positive stuff that does go on because and, and definitely we don't we don't forget the traumas but we want to be able to celebrate what what we are doing well so and i think that you're doing that in one special way and i think that you know you're such a special soul and Um, and so needed in, you know, not just your communities, but our communities as well. So, yeah, look, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So um, And Melinda Rose said, I need to hear Jackie so much. I need to hear Jackie so much. The tears haven't stopped. Um, Definitely a purpose she stumbled over your feeds, Jack. Oh, look, I mean, there's there's no doubt that, um, you know, it was meant to be Jackie, you know, so, look, we're, we're really really um happy and and loved at the moment that you know um we're seeing where you were from and you know like hearing a little bit of <laughs> your story as well and um yeah we mm-hmm. couldn't wait to get you on as well as same as you know like all our guests that come on and, and as you said like before everybody's got a story to tell and sometimes mm-hmm. all they need is just one or two people to to listen to that story so that you know, um, and I think, again, we did a lot of work with the National Suicide Prevention um, Evaluation last year and, you know, Ross Williams was involved in that and um, I thank him too for all the support that he gave mm-hmm. us. Um, but one of the big things that came out of that, Jackie, was people were saying if you give someone a little bit of time, it shows that you actually care. So it goes a long, long way to, to showing people that you do care. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, we, we just got ja- um, Jan Hogan, she said, you are so right, Jackie, love, support and encouragement. We all need this to thrive. We can all do, uh, we can all do for others, yes. Um, yeah, well mm. said, Jan, I mean, and everything that you're saying, you've got some beautiful comments here, Jackie, it's um, amazing mm. some of the comments that you've got. Um, yeah, we feel really proud um, to have you on the JB and CJ show, but we have Renamed it tonight, the JB and JB show. So, so watch out, <laughs> CJ. See you, you later. <laughs> We've got a new host, um, maybe. Yeah. So just watch out, CJ.
1: I was going to say one thing was this. How I was taught about trauma was this. That it, it it can come from generations, right, to you. And so you may not even know. You may not even had anything happen in your life, but you're still traumatized. And so that is something that came from one of the other generations and how it it slips how i was taught was that it's like a scar that slips in because we're taught to let go right right now they're trying to use this word resilient on us and i yep. said i'm not no i'm not resilient are you kidding i just get up and keep going that's what i was taught get up get going never mind you know oh okay and so but that scar is sitting there for a long time. And because of the pain of that scar, every time it's triggered, something happens, you know, you could smell something, anything. So that trigger comes. And what I was taught was to sleep with a, a rock behind your head, because this is where the connection is. We were taught with the creator here and here, Hey, That hole when you're born, this part here where you see, and then this here. Because this is where they take the stem cells from. You got to remember that, hey? This part in here. So we're to sleep like that. And when that trauma comes, you put a prayer or a song in there. So the next time that trauma comes, the first thing you hear is the prayer or the song. You don't hear the trauma anymore. And so it's still there. i got lots of bad... I can talk about all the bad stuff. I've had mortifying things happen to me. But it doesn't matter because... What came from it was good thinking. What came from it was love for myself. What came from it was love for others. My ability to have that empathy, you know, and to have that consciousness, to look first at what happened to someone. Not, so I always say the biggest problem was when the settlers came was that their traumas were so thick, they just put their traumas on us. That's all. So how do we help them to heal? It's a lot more work than our own people, let me tell you. (laughs) Because we got a lot more to go through with them. Because when you think about England was, how many times was it invaded, you know? So if you go back and you look at the centuries of trauma for them, it's only a few hundred years or so, you know, that we've had. So we can do it a little quicker. But the other thing is that where we are, you're on your own land. So you got not just trauma, you got healing in that land, and you have all your relatives still there with you, and that is a miracle for us. So we can we can help ourselves through that. So this idea of putting a prayer and a song in, when the old people told me that, I was just like, mm-hmm, "I get it, I get it, I get it," and I've never heard anybody say you know anything as wise as that. those all that's what i'm saying we were lucky when we went to those
0: lodges then yeah beautiful beautiful well said um uh jackie and uh ross williams said wow so true jackie and yeah look look, it is and and you mentioned it before too jackie about you know look we need to acknowledge and bring it around and um and you know like the traumas and that and we do we do need to do that but we don't we don't focus on that we need to then celebrate as you said you know, um, all the good things that we are doing. And I love that with the prayer and the song. I mean, I think it's so, so special because, um, you know, music plays such a um, a big part in, in you know, all our communities, you know, across the world. So mm-hmm. it's it's something that makes complete sense to, you know, to me. And it's just I've loved having you on and having the yarn with you and, and learning a little <laughs> bit about what, what you guys are doing over there because... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like um, we've got a long way to go here, and you know we're we're slowly, slowly healing. And and you know, um, it's it's something amazing to hear some of the some of the stuff that you are doing. So yeah, thank you. I'm yeah, for you guys. Um, yeah, uh, well, just got sorry. Another we got some beautiful comments today. So um, so Derek Wilson said it, someone who worked with um until retirement alongside people via community mental health whom are doing their journey your word uh wisdom thank you jackie for sharing your uh sharing your and the ancestors knowledge and wisdom it's shared across communities europeans still don't understand their uh, their victims of being of their own society privileged yeah look well said derek i mean and and i think that was really important what you said before too jackie about you know like um they brought their traumas with them when they when the invasion happened, you know. So it's something that doesn't get uh, spoken about a lot, I don't think. So I think you know, for people to hear that, I think it's um uh, it's really wise. And yeah, I, I have to say thank you for um you know sharing that as well because, and and I guess that's what it's about, Jackie. It's about you know the transfer of knowledge, you know, and it goes all ways, you know. Like um, people listening tonight and sharing their knowledge and. You sharing yours, and it goes backward and forward, and you know everyone gets to have those um, little insights, I guess. So, mm-hmm. um, and Ross Williams said, "Jackie's wisdom is incredible." Thank you, Jackie. So, absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. Now, I've got one one last question for you, Jackie, before we go. But we we do need to get you back on and have a have another yarn. With you because <laughs> it's been it's been an absolute um, privilege and pleasure to have you on. Um, now, has COVID-19, has that affected you and your workings in any way?
1: It made me stay home yeah. because, but I listen to what my elders tell me, right? So, because we're taking our own medicines and uh, we're medic- our medicine people are working on that, but we don't try to heal anything. What we're doing is strengthening the lungs, the heart, the organs that need to be strengthened, that's what we're doing. And so it's a different kind of medicine. It's not not for COVID, it's for our bodies, for yeah. our immune yeah. systems, for our those things to do special things with that. I have tea right now and I make this tea anyways. Uh, I go pick that medicine up north where it's a clean place. And then I bring it down here by the bags full and hand it out to all the people, to my family, you know. And um, I give that to them because it's not mine, it's creators. And so creator gives me that opportunity. Just like to talk to you. How did I find you? It's still, I was trying to think, everybody's saying, how did you find them? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just all of a sudden they showed up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's said, not, uh, you. that's but, something um, so special, Jackie. It really is. I it? think that's the thing. So COVID is really affecting our communities because we have no water we have very little power some places you know our roads are a mess our communities have addictions people have no heat some places like it's yeah we struggle our housing is still from the 50s yeah (laughs) -hmm.
0: yeah.
1: yeah so we're going through our our things our exercises and what they taught us to do because we have treaties here is to say, talk about our treaty right. But instead we just need to do what we need to do to help ourselves and and keep going. Like that's all we can do. We can't wait for them, but we don't want to be in their laws. So we don't want them to put us in their parliament and in their laws. We want to just go back to our nationhood and stick with that and we'll run ourselves. That's all we want is to empower ourselves again, hey? So, uh, it's interesting here because there's a lot of things happening with the environment. We have oil and gas. It's causing a lot of. Uh, well, look around the world. I used to follow earthquakes and volcanoes all the time for years because mm. that blew my mind because we had a couple around here and everybody was like, what was that? And there was gas floating on the ground and it was like, hmm, it doesn't seem right how it should be. So, uh, we, we started to examine those things more. And uh, one reserves that are close to here that I go that are four that run together. Back in the 50s, when the, after World War II, they wanted to give men um, cottages by the beach so they could heal. and uh, But they took all the water from the Indian land. They dammed off all the Indian land's water, right? And then, so there was no water there for horses or nothing, right? and so and now they've poisoned it because they flush stuff into it that shouldn't be there so there's a huge problems with that and i think that's more the worry right now and food safety this is the other thing because it was against the law here at one time to grow gardens or to sell cattle you would be killed for that eh? so um they're trying to reteach that now i have a um a sister she teaches in university and uh she is uh right all since covid began she's been canning food for the elders so this kind of tea she'll can it uh broth you know with bone broth for the elders like the old style food hey so that they can stay healthy do those things so it's taking many hands and helping hearts and hands to come out but it's all the old stuff that we're reviving again the things we used to do and we used to eat because Probably just like you guys, we have high diabetes, you know, or people are dying from dialysis, right? You know, kidney disease, like any kind of disease. Today, a little girl came on thing and she's asking, how can I help my thyroid? So I messaged her secretly and told her, you can't put that on there. If you have to give tobacco, if you're going to ask that question. I said, but I'll tell you where to go. I said, because I recognize your name. I know your family. I don't know if you live there. I said, but I'm going to tell you what to do. Because my uncle came and gave that to me and said, here, this is so simple. Do this yourself and tell other people. Okay, uncle. (laughs) So for thyroid, all you have to use is, uh, we call it black root, which is echinacea, you know, the root of that flower. We use the root. And uh, what we have is a long sage. And we boil that, make tea and drink it. And I never took a pill again. And I've always been fine. Wow. Twenty years, I was taking a pill, and I didn't even know why or what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No. and I think that's um, pretty for a lot of people. I eh? so, yeah. Um, look, thanks so much, Jackie, and um, we'll thank let you, you get to bed now because it must be what's close to three o'clock there now. So three a.m.
1: Two thirty, anyways.
0: Yeah, two thirty a.m. So look, <laughs> thanks so much for your time and thank you, everyone. A cool pleasure thanks having you. Thanks to everybody. Yeah, thank you, and. And some of the comments, or all the comments we've had tonight have absolutely been beautiful, Jackie. So thanks so much. Um, It's been a real uh, privilege and pleasure for us to have you on, the JB and CJ um, check-in. Next week we'll have CJ I wish I would have saw CJ. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll have CJ back. um, But he better watch himself, uh, JB. (laughs) JB. No, uh, look. Th- thank you. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Everyone have a great week. Um, and we'll see you next week, everyone, um, over and out yep. for now. Thanks for coming on again. Um, have a nice night's sleep, Jackie. You thank too. You.
1: Enjoy your week. And I'll see you next week. And thank you very much. Thank you. Again soon.